invited to celebrate with Amy. Join the party as we gather creative tips and fun tricks for your next event. Come on in, grab a glass, and let's celebrate! Have a day party peeps! Thanks for joining me on episode 15. I'm your host, Amy Hernandez, owner of Immersive Events. I'm super juiced to announce that the Immersive Events team is growing and we're going to be launching something very, very soon. So if you haven't subscribed to a newsletter, visit the website to be the first to know what is up. In this episode, I'm going to introduce you to our new events and marketing lead. Dun, dun, dun. Chelsea Veloso. Chelsea is my girl. She's a hella close homegirl of mine who also happened to be in the career field of events and marketing. So as Chelsea states in this episode, unfortunately and fortunately, she became unemployed during this pandemic. She talks about how she's coped with a disappointment and some of her thoughts about events during this time. The blessing in disguise for me is that I get to work with one of the most fun, talented women in my life, and I'm so juiced to introduce her as part of the immersive events team. So, are you ready to celebrate with Chelly? Let's go! Okay. Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Round two. Okay. I'm laughing. <laughs> oh my god. This is us. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. All right. All right. All right. Oh my gosh. No, I'm. Hey, I'm still out. out. This. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Start. Start over. Over. For okay. Real. Okay. Okay. For real. For real. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's Gucci? <laughs> I'm so excited to introduce you as part of the team now. Before we start, tell us a fun fact about yourself. Yeah, so a fun fact. Um, I'd like to say I'm like a self-proclaimed amateur musician. I love to sing. I play guitar and drums, and I'm slowly working my way up on the production and DJing side of things. So all things music, that's that's my passion point right there. <laughs> yeah, she's hella talented, you guys. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in events and or marketing. Yeah, so my first big girl job out of college, I worked for an underwear company um, owned by like professional athletes like Kyrie Irving, Marshawn Lynch, and Jimmy Butler at that time. It was owned by two brothers, and it was kind of cool. It was like a, like a startup-y kind of brand, streetwear lifestyle, um, and that's where I pretty much got my marketing gig started. They're very grassroots, like, guerrilla marketing campaigns, so we did anything from, like, crashing fraternity and sorority parties and undie runs and just, like, gifting away our, like, underwear product on the road, so that's pretty much where, like, my event background started pushing, and then... After that, I started at another streetwear lifestyle brand called Silver Regime, um, coordinating like anything from photo shoots to trade shows and to bigger event tier based things for the company. And then my last gig um, was at an experiential and event marketing agency. And pretty much I did anything from like small intimate dinner parties to big full blown out um, activation footprints at festivals. So that's where I am today. So cool. What part of events interests you the most? I would say the fact that I'm able to create memorable experiences for the benefit of others. Um, I'm not typically like, 
you know me, girl. <laughs> I'm not like a behind the desk person, like nine to five. Like I can't say stay still or sit still. So being able to like create experiences and events that are able to like fulfill my passion points and like creating these awesome experiences for others. That's the reason why I love events. Yeah, same, same. And I know you mentioned a little bit that, you know, you were doing big festivals and stuff. Can you give us some examples of the events you were a part of and some of the pros and cons to that? Give us kind of the behind the scenes look. Yeah, totally. So, um, so for instance, uh, we did, I did stagecoach with the beverage brand and we did this awesome like activation footprint. I think it was like almost like a thousand square feet of just that brand next to like the main stage. And it was like a cool two story container build unit and just building it from the ground up with our fabricators and having these awesome touch point moments and giveaways and like having our brand ambassadors like promote the brand and just stuff like that. That was like an awesome thing to see, seeing our footprint from the ground up and having everybody enjoy the footprint that that was probably like a big yay moment for me um I guess like some cons in the background is I don't think people see the like behind the scenes they don't know like it takes probably at least 24 to 72 hours for these big things to actually get done so the festival is in um, Coachella area so that 100 degree weather and just like 12 to 14 hour days you just learn to stay hydrated and hopefully not pass out. <laughs> I feel you. And all the standing and moving. Yep. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if something breaks and then you just have to like fix it on the spot or have something shifted last minute. So mm-hmm. stuff happens all the time like that. <laughs> Can you name an example of you had a hard time at an event and what happened and what you learned out of it? Totally. All right. So this is my favorite story to tell. So for another client, we, we hosted this uh, intimate three-day summit for their clients um, in Napa Valley. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, Napa had this horrific accident way back when. Um, the, those I forgot what the name of those fires were, but a bunch of towns got burnt down pretty much because of the electricity. Unfortunately, during the weekend of our event, I think PG&E or some electric company, they decided to shut down all the power that weekend we had our event for safety precautions, which like, I'm not blaming them at all. Like they should do that, but there was no way for us to like fulfill our three-day summit. We had planned like months in advance for it. Obviously there's no power so they couldn't even stay at the hotels or venues or even the food that we booked like it went awry because there's no refrigeration so that I learned on site is you just have to adapt and hope for the best and just continue to be optimistic so our three-day summit turned into a day and a half summit but you know we were able to make it work regardless that's good that's reward that's a rewarding feeling though after everything that you're going through with planning events and stuff and for it to come out good and okay (laughs) the best that you can for sure so I know that this pandemic hasn't been easy for many of us in the events industry and that you were affected Mm -hmm. Um, Can you share how this process has been for you and maybe the top two things you've learned during this time? Totally. So yeah, I was affected, like, unfortunately, I would I like to say unfortunately, but now fortunately, but I'll get back to the fortunately part later. But yeah, it's kind of crazy, like how it all went down. I remember texting you and being like, girl, I just got laid off. Um, It was kind of crazy. Like I, I remember two days before, like I was supposed to be on site at an event. And then two days later, I got locked out of my work laptop and I was like oh this is this is happening I'm 
think I got laid off, which, um, you know, no one foresaw that happening, like none of us. So um, I like to say fortunately, because I think fortunately, I was like the first batch that got laid off. So I was able to acclimate to being unemployed for quite some time. So um, now the things that I've learned is pretty much not letting the disappointment defeat you, but to drive you. So like, I didn't let that, you know, personally affect me, even though like when someone tells you, sorry, like, I don't want you, you take it personally, but I learned not to take it personally. And I use this time to like reset mind, body and soul. Like I'm kind of grateful for it. Cause right after college, I guess I would consider myself a workaholic and I don't think I've ever had this much me time and self care time. So that's one thing I learned just to like put me first and then work in other activities second. And another thing I learned, um, I guess this is more industry based. Another thing I learned is that I'm optimistic for events in general, just because it just shows how much we thrive on human experiences and interactions. I know it's like a challenging time for like our industry and for people in our industry. And even just like, I'm just thinking of like the families at home, like the single moms with like four kids and they can't even like take their kids out. You know, Disneyland's a big thing down here is like they can't even do stuff like that. So though experiences and events is put on a pause, um, I'm very optimistic that now that something that was a privilege to us will be coming back. Like I think across the spectrum events and experiences will be booming <laughs> sooner or later. So those are the couple of things that I learned from my experience of not working. (laughs) That's so good. And I hella agree with the events and experiences. And even now, you know, virtual isn't ideal, but virtual is happening because people are craving it and they're craving connections and stuff. And even networking, I'm over here. Like I thought I don't really like networking, but I'm like, who else could I meet? I need to meet other people to help the business and stuff. But I will say that I really, really loved what you said about not letting disappointment defeat you, but drive you like that was so perfect and on point. And that makes me so proud of you, you know, and I know that and I've told you this, I know it hasn't been easy and job hunting is definitely not going to be easy, especially now, especially in events right now, right now, but you know, your drive and just like your passion and patience really says a lot about who you are. And I'm so glad to know you and to get you onto the team. Yes, I'm so excited. So excited. My next question is what keeps your creative juices flowing? Uh, This might sound cliche from an events person, but honestly, just experiencing things. I mean, like, I don't know, me and Amy, we go way back and we went to Coachella and just like going, experiencing things like that. And like, even just going to, um, I live in LA. So even just going to like the Staples Center or like any of those sporting venues, uh, just like experiencing things. um, From my perspective, I don't like reinventing the wheel. So I just like to get inspiration from like other brands and other venues. Yeah, that's the same with me traveling, like all Mm -hmm. the travel experiences and seeing what other countries are doing and It's so funny that you brought up Coachella because I actually use Coachella as an example a lot to events people and a lot of the people in my industry and like Mm -hmm. in ILEA specifically, like they're not the type to go to Coachella, right? (laughs) Totally. They ain't going to go to Coachella. But when I explained to them how I viewed Coachella as like an events person, they were like, well, that's pretty crazy. That kind of makes me want to go because they were, they're not the type to be a part of crowds and stuff either. And that's what I was scared of. And the heat 
But man, at least with the year we went, that shit was so dope. And <laughs> it really was. Yeah, just not not even just as a guest, but like looking at it as events and marketing perspective. Totally. Just like all these cool touch point moments, like the Heineken house. Like that's really yeah. sick. Um, I know we're in there a lot. I think more so for the the beer than the music, but <laughs> And just like those cool, like picturesque moments, like Adidas, when we got those free shoes, like things like that. Like, um, I like taking those and like, obviously Coachella is a bigger scale, but you could bring those types of things back on a smaller scale level. So, yeah. And that's exactly what I was doing. Anything I learned from Coachella brought it back to my events too. Everything that you're experiencing, you're experiencing as a guest or like as a consumer. And essentially when you're planning events, that's what you're, you know, planning for. You're planning. Experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Yes. Cosine. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you typically like to celebrate accomplishments? I'm very simple when it comes to celebration, celebrating accomplishments. So anything where I could gather the people, the friends I love, like even with us, like we'll get the girls and we'll FaceTime and we'll cheers to like you guys paying off your debt or like stuff like that. So just like even like back home, we're from Sacramento. Like I just remember us going to BJ's happy hour and just like drinking and just celebrating like you know people's milestones there so I like for me personally I keep it really small and intimate and I rather create experiences like personally than just like throw like this big hurrah so what are you most excited about in joining the immersive events team yay I am so excited you don't even know like I've been unemployed for four months and like sometimes that's the thing that's like I've been struggling with like finding a purpose um obviously like I've like rejuvenated resetted like mind body and soul but I wanted to do more projects seeing like you and like our friends beef up their personal brands like that's what I'm most excited for just working alongside you and like um, executing your vision bringing it to life and just supporting the people I love in big and small ways and I feel like this is like a way I'm supporting my homegirl Amy and I'm fulfilling like a passion point of mine which is obviously events so that's one thing I'm excited for. And another thing is just being, we've talked about this. We want to bring like identity and voices for people of color in the events industry. So hopefully being like a person in the front lines and being a voice for people of color. That's what I'm really excited for because transparently speaking, I didn't see industry leaders that looked like me. So just the fact that like we're both wanting to build something and hopefully being better industry leaders, being like, you know, the brown girls that can do it. So (laughs) that's what I'm most excited for. Oh, yay. And I'm so happy to hear all of that. And honestly, like when we talked about you joining the team, I was like, oh, hell yes. Like immersive events, I am all about like supporting vendors of color, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is something that we're going to launch with immersive events of like um, really representing vendors of color on our website. I also want it to be all about fun and celebration. And we're bringing joy, essentially. And you are that person, you know, like, you're always, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, girl, every we'll time. tell that to Jen. <laughs> Jen's her boyfriend, y'all. <laughs> but seriously, anytime Chelsea walks into the room, she immediately brings joy and laughter and just this welcoming feeling. And that's everything events embodies and what I want immersive events to embody. Yes, I'm so excited to be a steward for your brand and I'm ready for this journey that we're going to (laughs) take. All right. If you could give one event tip to our listeners, what would it be? Um, We kind of touched this, but you know, like when we go to these events, 
how I got like my creative juices flowing, like just going to these experiences, I guess an event tip is just planning in the scope and the lens of a customer or a guest. For me personally, like from a logistical standpoint, it just makes sense to plan from entrance to like, oh, like what food or what hors d'oeuvres are going to be there. And then what's next from a production standpoint, does if there's like an MC or for a performer or a DJ, like making sure that they're all set up. Okay, cool. Then what's next on the itinerary? And then just like, honestly, just planning linearly from beginning to end from the scope of a guest. That's good. And if you could give one party trick to our listeners, what would it be? Party trick isn't sexy or anything, but I've seen so many of my friends struggle with this. Honestly, read the contract from beginning to end and make sure your contracts have something in the nature of force majeure or if there's some language saying that rain or shine, like I'll get a refund or something. Even in my like professional experiences, the power outage, for instance, if we didn't have that line of like force majeure, like we would have been screwed over budget wise, like we wouldn't have a refund. So I would just say carefully read your contracts. And if you feel like a venue or a vendor didn't deliver, like sometimes they're more than willing to give you credit for the future. So just reading contracts. I know it's not the sexiest trick, but (laughs) it's useful. (laughs) And as you know, and our listeners know, at the end of the session, I like to cheers. So what are you drinking? I'm drinking rosé with some frozen strawberries. She's fancy, y'all. <laughs> no, fancy this is on this Thursday happy hour afternoon. <laughs> you can get this at TJ's for like $4, so <laughs> not that fancy. All right. What would you like to cheers to? You know, for the, the sake of the times, I just want to cheers to everyone that's struggling with uncertainty at this moment. Um, I just want you guys to know that your worth is not determined by your job title, that after this experience that you're going through, similarly to me, you're going to come out of this as a big, bigger and better person just because you experienced something that some people haven't experienced. So I'm cheerleading from you as because I am one of you and on the sidelines and I'm rooting for you. So I just want the cheers for you and for our future that we will be better versions of ourselves. So cheers to that. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Yay, thank you so much for tuning in and getting to know Chelsea. Didn't you just love her? Don't you just want to celebrate with Chelly? <laughs> I'm repeating myself again, but I'm super happy that she's joining the team. Her experience in the events world is different from my own experience, and that's just going to make us a stronger team. We have so much coming up that you don't want to miss, so stay in the know by following us on Instagram at immersive.events. I know it's no longer at Celebrate with Amy because I'm, I'm not alone anymore. But yeah, make sure to follow us and subscribe to our newsletter on the website. Also, please rate and review my podcast if you haven't already. I would super, super appreciate it. Until the next podcast party, sending you all the love and confetti.